Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know? The average garage door is made up of 1.3-millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know? Your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know? A runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Liftoff will start in T-minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, This is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets. What's up, everyone? This is Jackson Gatlin, host of Locked on Rockets. This is Chris Chavez. This is your boy, Heezy, a.k.a. Raheel Ramzanali. It's Sean from Shots and Thoughts. This is Will, a.k.a. Bias Houston. This is Chucky Brown, former NBA basketball player for the 1995 NBA champion Houston Rockets. This is Timoteo Keister. What up, what up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself. What's up, Rockets fans? This is Hollywood Don Knox. This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman. It's your boy, Von Wafer, former Houston Rocket, retired professional NBA basketball player. Five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. This is Jonathan Sanford, public address announcer for your Houston Rockets. You're listening to The Summit State of Mind. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Summit State of Mind podcast, the podcast of dream shakes, step backs, and anything and everything Houston Rockets, presented to you by the Minute Media Podcast Network and fan-sided Houston Rockets website, spacecityscoop.com. And I am your host, the GM, Justin. And beside me is the main man, the commish, Kenny. Kenny, how are we doing on this Monday evening? The Houston Astros are up one nothing currently. It is, I guess, the top of the fourth, maybe the fifth inning. I don't know exactly what is happening. Um, but how are you doing today, man? Uh, well, despite the 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 sprained ankle, uh. That I that was suffered that was suffered Friday. on Friday night hoops. Yeah. Just want to disclose to everybody that I've never sprained my ankle in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I thought I could make it to thirty without the sprained ankle, but God had other plans. Unfortunately, unfortunately, so. right. But in regards to the Astros, despite the sprained ankle, I mm-hmm. still feel like I'm doing better than the Astros. Boom! But they're up no, with I'm nothing. Kidding. I'm kidding. They're up with nothing. No, but anyways, you know, it's like, all it's all giggles. It's all giggles for me. If we're I'm gonna, just sad they lost Korea. Absolutely, it's okay. I mean. Pena, the man's out there. Uh, we'll see how that goes. We're only in like game 23, 24. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, yes, we did play Friday night. We got to have a special shout out to one of our boys, one of our listeners at the mind of J-Dub for showing up and hooping with the boys from the summit. And it was a really fun time. You know, it was competitive. Our boy caught fire towards the last couple games, got in rhythm and decided he, he lit me up. A well, couple, a I, couple well, times. I don't. Well, why are you? First of all, why are you deciding to unveil the scouting report? You can't tell the people how he played. Uh, well, I mean, I think the people you deserve to know that he played well. Well, I mean, but at the same time, like, why would you? Okay, so J Dub has made it a point that he doesn't want people to know how he plays. So I, J Dub, if you are listening to this, I am. I am with you. I am. I am neither high nor low on you. You did just. <sighs> Fine. I gave nothing. I just, I just said that he, said he caught he fire li- and he lit up on you. Yes, but it, I, I said nothing else about any other aspect well. of his game. Oh my gosh, this pot is off to a great start. Absolutely. Already, already, uh, already arguing. Already defacing the mind of J Dub. There's no God. defacing. I was, <laughs> I, I was doing nothing but complimenting the man. Just pushing the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> Slander well, God, please uh, do not. Please, please, just you know, just let this let's let's let this one slide. No, please. no, he, he'll let it he'll let it slide. He'll let it slide because because uh, we're just we're just such good friends of his. But I think as a whole, though, that that Friday night was fun, and uh, just like I said, just very unfortunate that my ankle turned. 
I, I landed on someone's foot. I don't remember whose it was. It was supposed to be the game winner. It was literally the game. It was the game winning. We we went into overtime. It was supposed to be the game winner. It was a floater off the back. I hit it off the backboard. The mm. shot went in, and I didn't even know it. But it this came was up. in overtime too. This was in overtime. Yeah. It put us up by one, and we were supposed to win. But then, like I said, the other team had other plans, and then they ended up getting a last second bucket, which ultimately we lost. But you know, it was very, it was very sad, very sad as a whole. But. It was a tough night, I guess, just for myself. Like I said, I've never sprained my ankle before, so this is just an all-new experience, getting to ice it, walking around on it, kind of just mm-hmm. figuring the ins and outs of it. Yeah. So, like I said, I guess I get, I've get, i earned my stripes now as a basketball player, even though I've played com- somewhat competitively for 10 years. Yeah. First time I ever actually sprained it. So, it, it's tough, tough luck here and there, but the following day, GM... I want to talk about that because that's what this episode is about. It's the meat and potatoes of this entire episode. Mm-hmm. We were asked to be the media for OBL, the ones basketball league. We the ones one time for you boys. Put the ones up. We the ones. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge T-Mac. We the ones. So it the, it was by the founder, uh, Tracy McGrady, one of seven cities that they're going to hit across. It was going to be Houston, Atlanta, New York, LA, Chicago, all the major basketball cities. And it's going to cul- culminate ultimately in Las Vegas with a $250,000 grand prize. But I think the concept of it, it's one-on-one basketball. But I wanted to turn it over to you, GM. How did you uh, tell the people first of all, like how we ended up, I guess, getting access to this? Um, okay, well, shout out to our to our guy Nevin and B Limberg from Space City Scoop. Shot me a message earlier in the week, and you know, asked me if you and I were interested in covering the OBL. I had no idea what it was. I heard nothing about it. Um, but read about it a little bit from him and told him that, yeah, we're interested. Uh, if you could possibly get us connected with the people there, um, let's see if we can make it happen. And sure enough, we're able to connect with him and we are able to get some, you know, um, some passes for us to cover it. And luckily, um, we were also able to get our man T smooth with us as well. To help us out with the event little do you guys know if you guys know tim slash t smooth is that he is one of t max biggest fans and um it was really cool that we were able to do that for him and help him out um in regards to being there with us and he did a great job um covering did all the camera work yeah he was the cameraman so mm-hmm. by this time that this is get this has been put out he uh the video will already have been released through our youtube so our youtube which has been kind of dormant it's been there like we've kind of had it but we haven't updated it in almost a year Mm -hmm. and this is kind of like the first official video we're putting on our youtube so right now even if if you're listening to this now and if you're like chilling and you're not driving key point not driving Uh, if you're uh, not i don't want you to look up and drive that's not not smart but if you are somewhere uh in a designated area go ahead and just you know type in youtube type in some state of mind go ahead and click subscribe and then that way you can actually watch the video that is simulcasting with along with this episode that we are putting out with exclusive content an exclusive interview with Tracy McGrady that you can only find with our podcast. Uh, exclusive footage of the actual OBL players that ended up partaking in this tournament. Big time uh, street ball hoopers that are very like famous through YouTube, through Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's the best chance TikTok to kind of get as well. TikTok as well, and it's a big, your chance to kind of see them and see how they operate and kind of see how the the OBL gets played. But you know, fast forwarding now to the event itself, GM. I just want to talk real quick about how the event went. What was your personal experiences from it? And I guess, how did you feel knowing that we got to interview uh, T-Mac for the very very first time in our entire lives? (laughs) Um, I thought it was really cool. I mean, I really appreciate uh, T-Mac for doing this huge event. Um, I think it's really awesome what he is trying to do for all of these young hoopers, basically allow them a platform or sorry give them platform to promote themselves as individual basketball players not just on a team and obviously you know i think that's a pretty awesome thing to do um you know like the event the event itself was really cool there were four courts uh that were playing multiple 
games, I believe. I don't know how many people there were there total. Maybe like 20 to 30 players. I'm gonna say, no, I think it was 30, 30 to 32 Hoopers that okay. were there. 32 Hoopers that were there. Really awesome. They were all taking records of everyone that was there. And they had to the, – the, there was refs, uh, scoreboards, MCs, um, special guests. Yeah, there was a DJ as well. Um, you know, there was a lot happening, but you know what? Um, I like the idea of what is occurring there because of the fact that this is giving players that that may not have the opportunity elsewhere to get their name out. And maybe they can go to, you know, overseas, maybe the G League, who knows, to get to their dream of the NBA. So I think it's really cool in that aspect. But who knows? You know what I mean? Like everything is just overall, I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was really intimate is a word that we would use. Um, a lot of the games we saw, there was a lot of shit talk amongst players. It was really cool to see almost like street ball, but controlled. There was even a game that we watched where there was a guy on the sideline talking shit to one of the players and the player didn't say much to him. But when he won the game, he started talking shit back to the guy that was talking shit on the sideline, and the guy on the sideline didn't say a damn thing. So, you know, it was pretty cool to see that. You know, that's one of those things as a player, as a professional, that's what you want to do. You want to shut up the heckler. And personally, I think that's a really awesome thing. Yeah, I I also want to talk about in regards to just the overall professionalism of the actual place. When we walked in, there were banners hanging everywhere. They had all the official like sideline stuff all lined up. The OBL was definitely like in full force. They had banners, flags of the OBL. Uh, like they had like what do they call like out of bounds, like bounder, like boundary things that could mm-hmm. like basically like it creates almost like a semi square on the court to where like that's like basically your border it's a border basically Mm -hmm. and i love that it was that way through all four courts and it kind of created that like you said the the intimacy of it all but then i love the fact that it's literally one-on-one it's literally playground street ball but like you said in a more controlled setting i love the fact that it's one-on-one that it's like you can't you don't have the excuse of passing it to your teammate you don't have the excuse of figuring out like okay well, we got to run a play here run a play there no it, you know what i equated it to i equated it to almost like a like a boxing match because there were like coaches so like the big game that obviously stood out on day 1 was uh Cam Wilder versus uh MK uh two very very popular very famous uh YouTube hoopers but they had uh what's his name MK had a coach on the sideline basically drawing up Plays like, okay, get him, get him with the Hezzy, you know, so it's almost like a fight where it's like, you're, yeah. you're telling him like, oh, stick and move, be sure to stick and yeah. move, like, I, like, I just, I think it's just, it was like, almost like surreal getting to see it, but I think the setup as a whole was so sick, like you said, you had the four courts, you had, you had uh, two, you had a, a full court, like, one full court area to just practice on mm-hmm. as well, they had a whole VIP area, they even had like an area where you could take pictures, like a whole setup, a backdrop, it was Nothing I ever experienced before, but we are full believers in this actually working and becoming a thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I fully believe this can become something incredible. And as you listen to this episode, you're going to hear our our interview with T-Mac and kind of like he'll go more into depth on it. I don't want to go too much into depth on it because T-Mac already takes care of it later in the interview. But for this, like just to talk about, I think like my... If I'm a betting man now, this will succeed just based on the fact that it gives people players from like Rucker Park players from all these cities street ball hoopers people that played international giving them this platform to put their name out there and like you said maybe if they want to make it to the NBA or even make it to the G League and just be on a roster yep. this is their best chance to do it because maybe not all coaches are going to look at stuff on YouTube but you have a league backed by T-Mac an NBA Hall of Famer true yeah absolutely. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. It gives these guys the opportunity to put themselves out there. But GM, like, we got to interview, we got to interview a certain a certain player. Just describe how, like, I guess, just describe how it was actually getting to interview the man, the myth, the legend, um, Tracy. <laughs> hey, man, T Mac. First of all, I just want to say thank you 
to uh, TMAC for, you know, just graciously accepting us and giving us an opportunity to interview him and talk about a little bit more in depth about the OBL, um, about his time in Houston and, you know, his opinion on the latest iteration of what is our current Houston Rockets, you know, and he was very candid, professional, but he was also very friendly. And he was someone that was very relatable in, in it all. And we just appreciated him a lot for giving us that time. Um, not just as a podcast, but as fans of the team who grew up with the Rockets, who was someone that was around when the rumors were T-Mac was being traded to Houston. And eventually when that did occur and that feeling of elation as a fan to have that guy come to Houston, someone of that stature in 2004, you know what I mean? So in that regard, it's just really cool to meet someone that I really looked up to in that sense. Um, you know, you look at that guy to my left, to your left, and he is someone that scored 13 points in 35 seconds. You know, think about stuff like that. Uh, moments of legend. He he was the guy who would go toe-to-toe with Kobe Bryant, um, you know, as a member of the Lando Magic, as a member of the Houston Rockets. And, you know, it was... <laughs> I don't know, man. It was extremely yeah, humbling. It almost felt like an out of body experience, like for for myself, anyways. Yeah. Just kind of thinking about it, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, he twenty two game win streaks, all of this stuff that he did for the city of Houston. Obviously, was not able to make it past the first round as a Rocket, as a player. But I I will attest to this day that it's not. It was never his fault. Like I will attest to it. I may have had, you know, there may have been some situations in the past. Otherwise, but um, that well, we're not going to we're not going to get into. We're that. not going to get into that. Uh, T Mac is a is a, is a proven himself to be a a, a gentlemanly human being, a friend of the podcast, a friend of the I podcast, yeah. T Mac. But I don't put full blame on him on that sense, like of 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 doing that, not making it past the first round, because of the fact that he's look, he's he was like you said, he's a legend. He's a Houston legend. Mm-hmm. A bona fide NBA Hall of Famer. And it was almost like an out-of-body experience just getting to interview him, getting to talk to him, getting to kind of conversate with him, and just picking his brain in regards to the OBL, in Mm. regards to his time in Houston. We even dive into some talk about the current iteration of the Rockets. So, like, I just think that it's so cool that he was so candid when talking to us about that, that he gave us his time to kind of, he was so gracious to give us his time and time of day to actually get an interview. But then on top of that, like getting to see him watch these games and like, he would literally say stuff like he would be like, yo, talk, yo, talk your shit. Like he would say that, like literally like he was wanting these guys to kind of like, don't be shy. Like talk, like talk your shit, get your stuff out there. Mm -hmm. Like this is your platform. This Mm -hmm. is your opportunity. Seize the moment. Carpe freaking DM up in here. Like earn your, earn Mm -hmm. your stripes, seize the moment and make it yours. And I think that was just so cool. Getting to see T-Mac just watch these guys and he stayed the whole time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you you know, like insane. You know, what was cool was also not just watching, but he was also coaching up players that would ask for his advice in certain moments. And to think about that, um, someone of his stature and these guys, we don't know where all of these men have been through or where they've played basketball, but you know, where in their collective minds are they thinking, oh man, I can ask Tracy McGrady for help on what I need to do to succeed in this specific moment. And I think it's really awesome of him to give um, all these guys the opportunity to ask him. Like he wasn't hesitating, or you know, he didn't. He wasn't bothered. He was just chilling and enjoying the vibe, you know. And for T Mac, I thought that was just the absolute coolest thing, you know, like that he was able to give them that time. It was unbelievable. It was a sight to see. It was funny because towards the end of the day, I was talking to Tim. You know, um, I'm going to say this off. I mean, it's obviously on the record, but at that point in time, we were just towards the end of our day. We were just like, dude, man, we're literally just standing next to T-Mac watching basketball. Can you imagine that? Did you ever think that we would be doing this? That we'd be side by side, yeah. Yeah, We were literally standing next to him, yeah. You know, someone like him, and it it puts things into perspective for guys like us. Um, You know, full disclosure, like we we weren't thinking about things like this 
you know, before. Um, oh, you weren't thinking of stuff like that. Yeah. I had big plans in the, in, in the brain here for the commission. <laughs> you did, you know, you did, you did. And, um, you know, like, I'm just speaking in the sense of humility. I'm going to talk my shit. Um, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, like, just being able to be in such an atmosphere, hugely competitive, really intimate, and being able to watch basketball games with T-Mac. Like, honestly, if you were to tell me this, when I was 15 years old, I think you're crazy. But, you know, this is where we are now. And I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. And I just want to say this one more time. Thank you to um, Nevin and Space City Scoop for giving us this opportunity to cover it. And, you know, like, we're extremely grateful for the opportunity. So, you know, again, thank you guys. Agreed. Agreed 100%. I also want to turn it over now to talk about some of the players that we got to interview and the players that we got to meet and kind of getting to hear their stories because every hooper is a every hooper is a hooper i mean until you talk to them until you kind of get to know them and we had we had the honor of interviewing three different players we would have loved to interview more but obviously Mm -hmm. when you're in that moment and a lot of people are playing these intense games it's hard you don't want to pull them out obviously, like yeah. while they're playing their games. But uh, there were three very gracious players, and I want to give them their shout-outs. I want to give them their flowers now because they were all great during their interviews. Yeah, uh, We got Cam Wilder. Uh, we had Van. We had Van on. And mm-hmm. we also had uh, C. Nelly. All on Instagram. If you go to our profile, if you go through our video, or if you go through our thing, you will see them. All their ads are there. Mm-hmm. So be sure to give them a follow. But they were all so gracious during the interview. But... GM, my question to you is, what was your reaction when you kind of got to see the players play their play their game, but then at the same time get the opportunity to kind of talk to these players and get to know their story? Um, you know, I think it was really, really cool to hear the background coming from them, you know, because we understand that every Hooper has a story. We don't know where everyone comes from. And it was really cool we got to hear some stuff about, you know, Cam, who is someone that is has a very big following on YouTube and Three, TikTok. 300,000 subscribers. This yeah. man, like, literally, mm. he goes to different cities. So he's in Vegas right now, and he's actually doing a takeover in Vegas mm-hmm. where he goes to one of the best gyms. Mm-hmm. And every He's like, my man is like the Afro'd Cam Johnson Pied Piper, and then everybody just goes to him and flocks to him, and mm-hmm. they'll play like a little 4-on-4, four 5-on-5, four, five five, and I got to see some of the videos. It's It's, it's very hilarious content but mm. nonetheless this guy is a certified bucket yeah like watching absolutely. him play absolutely a certified bucket that dude mm. is smooth yeah you know and being able to meet someone like van um and interview him someone that is very humble and you know i guess you would say he's not someone that is as expressive as other players he has this quiet demeanor about him i would almost equate the way he carries himself, someone like Andre Johnson, you know, on the court as opposed to on the field. Mm-hmm. When he makes things happen, he acts like this is where he was supposed to be. Like that's what's supposed to happen. He's been there. You know what I mean? He responds differently. And I thought that was really cool when we got to talk to him. It really reflected in his interview um, about who he was. It was really cool to learn about him. And I really appreciate him taking his time. I mean, that day he ended up seven and zero. When we interviewed him, he was six and zero. And we, and then you know, T Smooth and I were able to record his last game, and he got another dub. I mean, that's really cool to see. Um, I wish I should have told him to like predict the score to the next game, but I don't want to jinx anybody. I'm no, not. I'm, I'm a competitive. Be that guy. Yeah. Like, no. No. I understand. Yeah. Don't be that guy. I'm not. I'm. I'm competitive, but I understand that other people have a competitive fire, and there are things that they do not want to say, and jinxing is one of them. You know what I mean? He's essentially pitching a no hitter. When he was there, you know what I mean. You so you don't, it, yeah. you don't, you don't jinx that. No, I was very cognizant no. of the thought, Kenny. Don't worry about that, Kenny. I was worried about jinxing him, Kenny. Why are you repeating my name over and over again? I don't know because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Why are you trying to sound like that? Like, no, <laughs> there's nothing funny about that whatsoever. I'm not going to give you the time of day on that. Yeah, sure. I've never heard you call me my Kenny. That. Okay, can you? <laughs> What? <laughs> what? But 
I guess to further expand upon what you were saying too. So we also got to interview C Nelly, and it was so awesome because his girl and his and his kid were were there too, kind of like on the background during the interview, and yeah. it just kind of humanizes these players absolutely, which is great because they all come from different backgrounds. Like C Nelly traveled all around the world. He played pro ball in Australia and all these in Europe and all these different countries. Um, Van played in Mexico. He's a pro athlete as well. Mm-hmm. And and Cam's only like 21. And he's doing his thing right now and being a content creator. Like I And he's a certified hooper. Yep. Like, I think it's just so cool that all these guys from all these different backgrounds are coming together. And it just goes to show you, and I'm going to continue to toot that horn mm-hmm. for T-Mac, that so gracious enough to give these players their this platform and it's not just happening in houston yeah he's gonna someone won ten thousand dollars here but someone's gonna win 10k in in atlanta someone's gonna win 10k in chicago new york la and then ultimately it's gonna culminate in two hundred fifty thousand in vegas yeah so i can only imagine the stakes as they continue to get higher like it's just too like it's too like no one you can't ignore this at this point like once it starts garnering steam and i think once it does pop off it's gonna pop off absolutely and it's gonna give them the proper stuff that they need because i fully believe in tmax vision that this can be successful i truly truly believe that this is something that if it can get enough like backing also and enough people to believe in it this can be something that can go ultimately global which tmax is going to expand upon in the interview but it's definitely going to be going going global at some point. Absolutely. Like, I truly believe it. Mm-hmm. But I guess last question here before we get ready to turn it over to that day where we get forward with the interviews. But I guess just overall uh, opinion of just the finish of that day. And I guess like, because we weren't able to go to we day two, to go unfortunately. To day two, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We had uh, different stuff come up, so we weren't able to go to day two. We yeah. were invited both days. And Cheryl Swoops was there during day two, which I, I made. She was sad. supposed to be there for day one. What, why do you have to call? How dare you call Cheryl Swoops? She's won four championships with us. I'm just speaking Show what, some respect. what we were told. Show some respect. <laughs> she was supposed to be there. <laughs> but just overall, like, just opinions of, of this now. Like, now that we we finished it mm-hmm. and we're here now and mm-hmm. the episode's going to release tomorrow, just, like, overall last impressions. Um, You know, I, I really hope that um, – I mean, uh, well, okay, let me, ref- let me step back a little bit. Um, I really wish we were able to attend day two, but like uh, the commish said – personal matters came through in in our individual lives and we had to take care of some stuff so that that happens you know what i mean but you know we're just very grateful for the opportunity it was awesome really wish we could have been there i saw the stories the highlights from on instagram on twitter and it was really cool you know like i i honestly i wish we were able to interview a few more players you know it would have been really dope to get to hear these stories about some of these guys that have worked their asses off to get to this position. You know what I mean? Um, maybe to some people they don't understand or they don't appreciate it. But to us, we understand that each individual has a story behind to where they are now. And we just, we're just we just the people that want to give those guys the platform. And I believe that they deserve it. That's just me. you know. And, you know, it'd be awesome if we could even cover it in another city or, you know, do stuff with them. So, you know, wink, wink. come on, OBL. Wink, wink. Yeah, man. Let's like, make it happen, man. I, I literally went into the lab and produced a great video for y'all. So I hope that we can... Uh, shameless plug. Shameless <laughs> shameless plug for the commish. Yeah. I, uh, I, I also do my own content creation. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I echo your exact same sentiments. Um, I hope that we can continue to work for the with the OBL in the future. We fully believe in it. We fully back them. And mm-hmm. yeah, man. So I agree with everything that you said. Everyone has their own story. It was a great experience, a once in a lifetime experience, almost an outer body experience. But we got to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It was a great time. Didn't feel like work at all. This is what we love to do. This is myself and the GM's dream to be able to put ourselves out there through this platform mm-hmm. to get us to cover stuff like this. Like we love the Rockets. It's a Houston Rockets podcast, but T Mac is an extension of the Rockets. Absolutely. So, we love the fact that we can kind of branch ourselves out, especially during this part of the off season where we can actually do stuff like this. So, mm-hmm. 
pardon our uh pardon our zag while while everyone is zigging but we decided that we're gonna stay out on this part of the on this episode so we can kind of spotlight the obl so that's enough of myself and the gm talking we're gonna take a quick ad break to give a shout out to one of our awesome sponsors but when we return we are going to be interviewing for the very first time on our podcast on our platform on the summit state of mind tracy mcgrady that is right t mac in about a minute or two is going to be entering the summit we're going to find out what he has to say in regards to the obl the the start of it the birth of it his opinion on the Rockets, current iteration of the Rockets, and overall his opinion on his legacy in Houston as a legend. So that's enough of us talking. We're going to take a quick ad break here. Give us one moment. We will be right back. You probably know Progressive Insurance for insuring your home and auto. You may know Flo and Dr. Rick. But what you may not know is that Progressive helps employees support over 3,800 charitable organizations annually because we're committed to helping our employees, and our employees are committed to helping others. Anyway, we just wanted to share. We were a little too proud of it to keep it to ourselves. And if you already knew all of this about us, you've either heard this radio spot before or just randomly know a lot about Progressive. Find out more about how we're dedicated to our customers and communities at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates based on data from May 2020 through April 2021. Hey, it's Matt Thomas, radio voice of the Houston Rockets. If you're not listening to Summit State of Mind, you're not a Rockets fan. Booyah. What's going on, everybody? This is the Summit State of Mind podcast with, oh, oh, GM, show the people what we got. Oh, oh, a little bit of sideline, a little bit of Access. media credentials yes, up yes, in here yes. with, uh, obviously, with the GM. Say what's up to the people one time. What up, people? <laughs> so we are here at the OBL uh, with founder Tracy McGrady, some of the best players from around the city of Houston and actually all around, maybe all are traveling from different states and they're all coming down here to show what they got with a $10,000 game winning prize in each regional city. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be popping up and they're going to finish it in Las Vegas for a $250,000 grand prize. How about that, GM? Yeah, unbelievable. You know, like, I think what Tracy has cultivated with this league is wonderful. Um, I think it's great for these amateur hoopers to help them get a little bit more publicity and to give them an opportunity to show who they really are on the court. Um, you know, he said he wanted to make it like a UFC thing. I think that's awesome. That's wonderful. And, you know, it's almost like UFC WWE type thing. You know what I mean? Everyone to show their personalities. Can't, you can't say that within, within wrestling terms because you know that I'm all in. The second he said UFC, I was all in. I was like, all right, all right, T-Mac, just tell me what you got to do to make this happen. You and we know, will do man. whatever we got to do. So yeah. if you haven't checked them out, go check them out right now. O-B-L, literally the letters O-B-L. Go check them out. They're going to be in all the major cities, Atlanta. They're going to be hitting up L.A., Chicago, New York. And uh, they're starting right here in Houston. And for the rest of this video, you're going to be seeing some great stuff, some great content. And uh, we're excited to pump this out. Some state of mind one time. Go ahead. We're going to enjoy this. All right. See you in a minute. All right, what's going on, everybody? We are the Summit State of Mind podcast, hosted by the Minute Media Podcast Network, Houston Rockets podcast one time. We got the Houston legend over here, T-Mac, played for our city for six, seven years. He's been absolutely incredible for the city of Houston. T-Mac, I just want to talk about all of this, first of all, man. Like, the OBL, I love the concept of it, the one-on-one tournament. Where did the inception of it come from, and, like, where, where did this whole idea start? It was my vision, man. Um, really got my information from the kids. I have two sons. These boys don't watch NBA basketball. They don't watch NCAA basketball. I have an AAU program. And these Gen Z kids, they just don't watch the game. So my my kids love watching highlights on YouTube. And they always bring in me, you know, these highlights that are on YouTube with these guys going from park to park, city to city. And I was just watching it and the energy that was around the, the parks, right? Because they start out playing four-on-four basketball, but then that yeah. four-on-four turns into one-on-one because two of the guys get into it. And just to see that energy around the park, and it, it, it did something to me. I was like, why not? Because I know out here on these blocks in the streets, there are guys that are great at one-on-one basketball. Absolutely. Like, talented as hell. And I figured, why not give them guys a platform? 
first of all, the, the younger generation love one-on-one basketball because that's all they talk about because I, I get asked all the time about who will win on an, in a game of one-on-one, me and KD, me, Kobe, and Bron. Like, I'm always getting thrown into this. Even on the podcast, we talk about it too. See? So, exactly. Right. So, <laughs> it's a thing, man. I, and I just don't understand. Basketball is a global sport, but we have three-on-three. We have three-on-three in the Olympics. Why not one-on-one basketball? Because to me, one-on-one is really the true and pure essence of basketball. Even in five-on-five, there are one-on-one matchups, right? But like I said, I'm just going back to some of these guys that everybody can't make it to the NBA. Everybody don't have the luxury to go and play overseas and make good money. Absolutely. I wanted to create a platform for those guys to be able to display their skill set, create stars. I want a villain. Make me a Conor McGregor. Give me a Conor McGregor in here, but he's really good, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I look at this as I want to become the UFC of, of, of basketball. Oh, okay. And, and oh, I lo- yeah. Right? So if you can visualize that of what I'm trying to build, absolutely. that's exactly what it is. I don't think there's anything more intimate than, you know, having that than one-on-one. I mean, we're brothers. You better believe the wars that we got into. It was When real, you were younger, right? for sure. That shows how you just showed your skin as a man, like especially on the basketball court, playing that one on one. I mean, we saw you go one on one against Kobe. We see the matchups against LeBron, and you know, as a Rockets fan, we loved it every time. You know, rest in peace, Kobe. But I loved it when you took him to the basket when you're able to get him every now and then, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. I but just, see, one on one, and I, I, I think you know, some people, most people might think one on one is street ball. It's not all. I want to train. I want to change the, the branding on that. It's just it's Absolutely. so much more. To one-on-one basketball than you think of street ball and what it could do for you for your skill set for your mental like you know how tough you got to be to play one-on-one basketball and you don't have no help nobody to help you no one to and pass it's just it to? you nobody to pass it to like you got to figure it out absolutely so your 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 progress of learning on the fly is your development is much more of a, a, a speedy process than when you training for an hour and a half, two hours, and then you go play five on five organized basketball, you have a coach, you have a role that you have to play, yep. and whatever you're training might not be conducive to that role that you know you're put in. Yeah. So you play one on one basketball after doing your training, you're ready for anything because you have to figure things out on the fly, and it makes you so much more smarter and tougher. I love the idea that you talked about it being more like more or less like the UFC of this because I love the idea of it. But in terms of like the long-term goal, because I love the inception of it, I was able to read on it, get the research on it. I love the idea of it. But what is the like long-term goal that you said you obviously want to build it almost like a UFC type thing yes. where it's like one-on-one? But what are the long-term goals that you're trying to accomplish here? So the long-term long-term goal is to go global with this, right? Mm-hmm. To figure out here our model, yeah, our model in North America, right? Figure that out. And then we take that to Germany. We take it to Paris. We take it to Nigeria and all these other countries to freaking Qatar, right? Figure that model out, license it out to them. They then in tune figure out who's the ruler of the court. See where I'm going with this, right? See who the ruler of the court. And then we can have our own Olympics, OBL Olympics. So we got the ruler from Nigeria, we got the ruler from Paris. We got the ruler from the states. Okay. Yeah. Like so be- who's the best in the world? That's like where we're going that, with man. it. I like that, man. I like that. Well, we have a couple of more questions to you also regarding the Rock because you're, you're Houston. So my brother's going to hand it to you for the questions from the Rockets. All right, T-Mac. Um, I just wanted to bring it back to your past a little bit. We understand that you are a Houston legend, man. I just want to know, how do you feel about your career in Houston? How does it feel to be a legend over here and just in the city? Feels good, man. Houston treated me well. Um, I had some, you know, some great years here. Uh, great teammates. I mean, love the teammates that I played with here in Houston. And uh, you know, just remembering the energy when we went on that like 22 game win streak. That that'll always, you know, be in my 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 mind because of what we created. And if you look at that team, and if you look at the other teams that are on that list of historic win streaks. Talent-wise, we don't match up with any of those. So it's very, it was very impressive what we was able to accomplish with oh, that group. Yeah. It was very unique and special. I remember where I was on that 22nd win against the Lakers and Kobe Bryant. That was such a wonderful win. And when you speak of the energy of Toyota Center, uh, Von Wafer is a good friend of our podcast. He <laughs> always talks about Toyota Center, man. And he always talks about the energy of the yeah, city. Yeah. Um, but uh, one more question in regards to the Rockets. 
let's talk about the iteration, just the current iteration. How do you feel about the current team and especially its budding superstar, Jalen Green? They're young, man. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a learning process for them, you know, and um, it's always tough when you're a rookie and you come to a, a young team that's really rebuilding. Uh, you don't really have great veterans to really teach you the ropes. Um, and it's a lot of losing. You, play, you go from high school ball, played in the G League, and then you come here, you're playing 82 games. The NBA is tough. You know, it's, when you're rebuilding, it's a lot of long, long nights, man, and a lot of frustrating nights. But I think with what he has is a tremendous ceiling that he could tap into. I mean, he's highly skilled. So I'm looking forward to see what's in store for him three years down the road. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. And last question, regarding the OBL, can you give us the roadmap of where, where this is? We're starting here in Houston. Give us an idea of where we're basically going towards the seven to eight cities we're playing in and where are we ultimately going to finish at? So we have seven cities that are on this tour. Um, from here we go to Atlanta, we go to Chicago, go to New York. We got L.A. on the, on the map. We got uh, the DMV area. I mean, listen, bro. The cities that we're going to are great basketball cities. Once we identify, you know, our 21 players, because we're taking the top three out of that city, and we're going to Vegas for the championships, and we got $250,000 on the line for that winter. And I was telling the guys, this is not $250,000 you got to split up amongst your team. This is all yours, right? All and this you. is going to change somebody's lives. And for me, that's what it's all about, is, is really providing an opportunity and giving these guys hope and having, all we want is somebody to believe in us, right? We want somebody to believe in us, and, and I believe in these guys, and that's why I'm giving them that platform to display their skill set and may the best man win. Absolutely. So we appreciate that. Uh, last question, T-Mac. I just want to get, get this question out. If I were to drop T-Mac from Orlando early on the Rockets days, and I dropped him in today's NBA, he'll how would T-Mac do? He'll average probably about 38 to 40. Let's go. Absolutely. What a better way to end the podcast right here. <laughs> Tracy, we appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all, so man. Much, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, y'all. This is Kenny over here with the Summer State of Mind podcast. I got this boy right here. He's very popular, but big fan of yours right now. Tell the people who you are one time, where they can find you. So my name is Cam Wilder. You can find me on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Cam Wilder. Right, man well it's big time just having you here obviously with the obl but i just want to get a little history on how you you know where you get your bringing and hooping and where you've been hooping so far your entire life man so i started out hooping you know high school of course and then i went to play college basketball i was only i only played nai that was the only division i played and then i started doing tiktok and once my tiktok started blowing up and i stopped playing college basketball yeah. and after that i just started blowing up and i started quit college in general and then now i'm starting to do park takeovers i travel across city to city and play against the best competition. Absolutely, man. And that's what I love about the OBL, man, is that it's just one-on-one. -on -one. You can't pass it to no teammates. Like, it's intimate. It's just, it's you, your skills. Yeah, facts. Playing both ways and whatnot. But, like, when you, how'd you first hear about the OBL? How'd that start? Uh, I actually hit up by my management, and they told me that there was this 1v1 league that Tracy was starting. And I looked into it, and looked hella interesting. I was like, shit, if I get invited, I'm down to play in it. And I'm here now, and this shit, look like a television, like, set up. It looked cool. It's badass. Rocking with it. Right, right. Hey, I can tell by the way you talk, though. You're not from Houston, are you? Where I'm not are you, from Houston. Where are you from? Where are you from? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really from anywhere. I'm from everywhere. I'm a, okay, I'm a okay. military kid. Oh, so okay, I lived okay. in like six, seven different places, but I stay in Arizona right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you something right now, though. We're definitely rooting for you, bro. What's the record one time for you? Right, right now, I'm 2-1. 2-1, two one. Two and one. Okay. Two and one. Shooting no. for 6-1. and one. Hey, there you go. He's playing four more games, and I know yeah. you're going to do very well Facts. there. And uh, ultimately, the goal ultimately is to hit Vegas, right? To hit that final and get the yeah. We're going to try to get to Vegas. That 250k sound uh, real good. Hey, that's what I like to hear right yeah. there, man. Yo, Cam, no, we're rooting for you. Do have some state of mind, and we got you, bro. Appreciate you coming on. Thank nah, you. I appreciate you. All right, so this is Justin from the Summit State of Mind podcast, and we got our man here. He actually just won a game. He's 6-0. Why don't you introduce yourself to the people, bro? What's up? What's going on? Van Darius Christie, uh, IG underscore body by V. Uh, Y'all in here undefeated. Still got a lot more to go. I need this 10K, and I'm, uh, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. Oh, yeah, man. We're all for it, bro. Yeah. What's it called? So let's get started. Like, where did your beginning with basketball come from, bro? Are you from the city of Houston? Like, yeah, were you yeah. playing all your life? 
Uh, no, I actually started, uh, my first collegiate game was high school. But I started in middle school, I was playing more football. Oh, okay. Playing more football. But uh, high school was my first collegiate game, ninth grade. Oh, so man. like kind of like a late bloomer, but hey, bro, there's nothing yeah, yeah, wrong yeah. with it, man. I know that I look know. like Joel Embiid turned like, like 16, 17, right? Yeah, it's about six nine, six ten. It'll be, I'll be in the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt about that, right? Uh-huh. But yeah, man. So last game, like, how are you feeling going in? Like, we saw you, man. You're putting in the moves, and you you got that dub. You're trying to stay undefeated. Yeah. So. Uh, the last game, I was pretty, uh, I was a little worried, but not too worried because I kind of sprained my ankle the game before. Yeah. So, yeah, I just got treatment and all that before, and I felt pretty good, though. Uh, he hit some tough shots, some tough shots. I, I was really, yeah, I was down with down two or three. Yeah. But then I came back, pulled off, uh, hit some tough shots myself, and just finished the game. Oh, yeah, man. Stay with it. Yeah. Y'all were playing really impressive. It was a really close yeah, game. You, it was a tough you. battle, man. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, I think he fouled you hard, huh, on yeah, that one yeah, possession, Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty, pretty big dude. So, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, sometimes a little bit intimidation, but at the same time, you know, he yeah, showed yeah. some good sportsmanship. I like that. Yeah, but a yeah. little shit talk here and there. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. yeah, man. Like overall, so over here in the OBL, like how did you, um, how did you find it, and what are your goals for doing in this league? Okay, uh, I was actually one of my close friends, Chris Wilson. Shout out to Chris Wilson. Uh, he actually told me uh, he had a friend that knew a friend. You know just networking and then just told me about it so yeah. I signed up and then I'm here you know just trying to make things happen uh, hopefully I get some exposure uh, maybe D-League you know overseas whichever whichever the money coming I'm, I'm going I'm going oh yeah man you're just a hooper man you're just trying to yeah, make it you know I'm what I'm saying I'm coach model I do it all I coach uh, North America University women's basketball shout out North America but yeah pretty much everything everything basketball related yeah that's awesome man well we're happy to have you man and uh good luck the rest of the way and hopefully you'll win more today and then hopefully get to tomorrow being that top eight you know yeah yeah hopefully i'm guaranteed i like that you hear it here first guys (laughs) thanks bro all right anytime yeah bro What's going on everyone? This is Summer State of Mind. This is the Commissioner Kenny here. Of course, we got another one of our awesome ballers over here over here at the OBL. Give the people your name and your app, man, so they know hey, what's what going on, you. man. My name is uh, Connell Crossland. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at cnelly underscore nails underscore two. Give me a follow. Hey, man, I think it's really cool about this whole thing. What'd you end up hearing about it? And, uh, you know, like, what do you expect to, to get out of this? Uh, actually, it was crazy because I've been following uh, T-Mac for uh since 2017 okay. you know it was kind of fresh on instagram it's been my favorite player since i was a kid Hell yeah. and whatnot and uh i was able to meet him you know just early this year and um at last minute he dm me and you know like i didn't think it was real i thought i was dreaming of something but he dm right. me and right. uh he just asked me hey man i think it'll be you know good for you to come out and play for me and my ones lead you know which i heard about from his instagram of couple of months ago and that's right, that's right. it was crazy that he reached out and hit me up a couple months later to actually play in it so it was an honor man that's so cool bro yeah. what about your history though like as a hooper though like where does it date back to and like where'd you end up traveling and where'd you end up hooping at uh it dates back man i actually started uh pretty late for as a hooper you know most kids started like five six years old man i didn't start playing organized basketball until i was like 12. Okay. Ever since then, I just fell in love with it, and um, yeah, I was uh, actually able to get a full-ride scholarship to TCU, where I played for two years. I got a chance to play in the Mountain West, and then we eventually moved to the Big 12. So I was able to play against a lot of great competition with the Jayhawks. We actually uh, beat Kansas that year. They was ranked fifth in the nation, so that was pretty awesome. And yeah, uh, after that, after my collegiate career, I was able to go overseas and play for six and a half years. Uh, okay, okay. What'd you play overseas at? Uh, I played in Germany, Australia, El Salvador, and Malta. Damn. How was it playing international ball compared to playing over here in the States? Uh, playing international, it, you know, it has its pros and cons. You know, like the good thing is, like, you're able to travel the world, you know, go see new places, um, you know, different cultures and stuff like that. But at the same time, I know, you know, being from America, you miss your family, all your family's back home. So the, the home feel is absent. Cause you're all way across the world, you know, language barriers, you don't really understand, so you kind of feel alone sometimes. Yeah, I can get that. But like I said, you you have the pros and cons, so the good thing about it is being able to travel when you're over there. Okay, well, you know what, I'll tell you though, man, being right here right now, and kind of just kind of see, get your aura as a hooper, obviously I got to see some of your games, you're definitely a hooper, we're definitely, hey, the Summit's got your back, we're definitely rooting for you to try to get this one right here, but uh, hey, we appreciate the time that you had, man. 
and uh, we appreciate having you here and uh, enjoy the rest of the time here, man. It's going to be great. Man, I appreciate you guys, man. Always, man. Alright y'all, let's get ready to go home here after just some fantastic interviews. Three interviews with OBL players and then obviously the big one interviewing NBA Hall of Famer, Houston legend and OBL founder, Tracy McGrady. Awesome stuff once again. You already got our opinions on everything. So let's just get ready to go home here. GM, do what you usually do at the end of every episode and mm-hmm. give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. Give them the plugs. Are they sure that they're ready? Are they ready for the plugs? I mean... I am not 100% sure, but go ahead and give it to them anyways. Okay. Well, anyways, if you're listening to this and you haven't followed us and you haven't followed us yet, what the hell are you doing? Honestly, seriously, what are you doing? Follow us on you Twitter. They're not, they're not following us. True. Follow us on Twitter, Summit a SoM Pod, and follow us on Instagram at Summit State of Mind underscore pod. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram, JP underscore Mira Bueno. M I R A B U E N O. Shoot me that follow, guys. And if you're listening to this right now, make sure to go to YouTube and watch the video that our commish made. Because let me tell you something, that video is legit. I've already seen it. And for anyone that wants to see some really good production value, great videos, courtesy of our man T-Smooth, check it out. You want to get a little preview of the OBL? Hop on the YouTube and see it because I promise you there's probably not much footage of it. So this is just the beginning for them, guys, and we're happy to help kickstart that for them. Smash that subscribe button as we are speaking right now on YouTube. Just type in Summit State of Mind. Type in OBL Hoops Day 1. You will find the video. All you need to do is smash that subscribe button. Also, if you need to find the YouTube and if you look it up and you cannot find it, you can just go on our link tree through our Instagram, through our Twitter. Click on the YouTube link and it takes you straight to our profile with the video going live at 8 a.m. Typically, these episodes our podcast episodes go live at 5 a.m on on those di- on these days but the youtube is going to premiere at 8 a.m so if you want to get first steps first looks on it go ahead and be ready because it's going to premiere this morning at 8 a.m so it's going to be a lot of great stuff give me a follow as well at summit commission s-u-m-m-i-t-c-o-m-m-i sh on twitter for anything in regards to houston rockets or hilarious random content that i like to just push out just for the hell of it or anything wrestling related because i we pretty much love wrestling so like i said i'm gonna reiterate it once again smash the subscribe button get our youtube uh going get it up and running we'd appreciate that and like the gm said as we get ready to go home here give us a follow everywhere everyone needs it so in this day and age especially looks like COVID has really gone down so we really appreciate that but like we said like i always say make sure to take care of yourselves and most importantly take care of each other we're going to be releasing another episode towards the end of the week be on the lookout for that y'all take care and i hope you enjoyed this episode the summit Four, 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 five.